exam, exam, and exams, practical exams, mock exams. As a senior in high school, exams are like a daily routine for me, and for my classmates too. However, is there really a difference between mental health conditions for women and men? How are they viewed differently in a society? Stay tuned to find out. It's your girl Olivia here with Feminist on the Pod, and so I've been getting a lot of requests on this mental health shenanigans. Um, I feel like it's something that us Gen Zs are really struggling with, and also care a lot about with. And no, I'm not gonna be kidding. Mental health has been kind of priority in my life too. It's been.、Um, Something I'm really familiar to in terms of、um, experiencing it and、um, kind of seeking out some help for myself and also trying to help others. And so in this today's episode,、um, I really want to talk about how mental health is different for women and men, and also usually the stigmas. And so the key parts that I want to be talking about here is first of all. Kind of like the more biological aspects on women and men. Again, we're get, we're talking like sex, so female and male. And then I kind of want to step into some more societal factors. So we're going to be kind of transitioning towards like gender、um, context and also sexual orientation context here, in terms of viewing the stigmas and how society responds to that, and also in This part, I really want to kind of dissect what is really causing the difference,、um, in terms of expectations, double standards, and also again the stigmas that are happening. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. So I kind of want to touch on a little bit of a historical part of mental health before we step into a more. I think feminism or equality-centered perception of mental health. So, essentially, mental health used to be viewed as non-existent. Well, I mean, there has been a lot of like this、um, philosophical debates on whether our mental materials are really existing or is it just the physical materials. And so,、um, regarding this. Um, confusion. I feel like people used to not so be accepting towards mental health because、um, what they can see as an illness is physical, and so when the mind is ill or when the、um, the mental state is ill, which obviously has a lot of correlations on our coordination systems and also physical attributes, they view it as not. A medical condition. They used to think it was a demonic possession, or like whether it was a God's punishment towards、um, people who suffer mental health. And so, I feel like、um, in the history itself, we already see like this very bad stigma on mental health. There's this very ugly image or representation about mental health. 
So I think until now, they still have a lot of these stigmas. For example, like in movies, when we see like mental health hospital, there we see a lot of like cruel things. Like it's very um, represented as a very negative connotation, I feel like. And so even though in real life, mental health hospital doesn't have to be scary. It's just people who needs care for their mental health and they're given the correct medications and activities to also help with their mental health situation and so not every mental health hospital is as it is represented in the tv and media even i think i think it's very hyperbolic in tv and media how they represent mental health um, facilities as a very dirty negative connotation with people who are just i don't know who are just kind of represented as inhuman and so this brings the the connotation that mental health problems are not even acceptable in the society and so after we see kind of this history on how the society views the mental health let's just discuss um, how is this mental health situation very different for women and men and so again i want to talk on the basis of sex first um, and we will step on to the basis of um, genders and so in terms of sex i mean male and female um, and not limited to that but we're going to simplify it um a lot of people and a lot of research has found that there's not a significant kind of difference in the number of females and the number of males who experience mental health problems. In fact, a study by the Mental Health um, Organization in UK states that mental health problems affect women and men almost equally. But some types may be more common in women and also vice versa so some certain um, kind of mental health conditions may be more common in um, females and then some of them will be more common in men however we have found that there are certain factors that put women on higher risk of having and experiencing um, mental health problems so various like social factors and kind of like well family and also like societal issues put women at greater risk for bad mental health than men however this is also kind of counter affected by the women's readiness to talk about their feelings um, because like women are found to be more open when it comes to their emotions and understanding what's really going on to them, um, kind of admitting that there is something wrong within them, whereas men are, they, they tend to cover up and be more defensive. And again, I think this is not completely like men's fault because there's a lot of this patriarchy thingy that's encouraging men not to express emotions, encouraging them that men have to have thick skin. Like, males have to have this very, 
like resistance, resilient kind of um, mentality to be considered a real male. And this inevitably will cause them to find it a lot harder in terms of expressing emotions and also um, sort of just um, acknowledging that there's something wrong with their mental health. And so to step into more societal factors um, that is affecting women. So since like the beginning, women are known as kind of like the guardians of family health, like it's very important for women to take the role to care for others, to care for their children, their husband. And so I feel like um, this way it kind of pose this like um, situation where women are not given enough time to also care about themselves and so this is a very crucial thing in mental health because not having time to care for yourself can be very excruciating for mental conditions and then we want to step into kind of like the more I guess stereotypical and like the stick mind so here we want to again step into a more gender um, gender view rather than a biological or like um, view based on sex so stay tuned and so if we look at the typical like woman slash girl gender also like the gender minorities but we're going to touch on the gender minorities in the later part because it's kind of different and it's less less kind of tangible to the society and so for women and girls there's this double standards on how they should be a girl how they would be considered as a girl and again i think this is also part of the patriarchy and so standards are not also like set for women and girls only but men are also facing kind of a similar issue but i think in my opinion that double standards they exist more on the um, women and girls side because it's always been um, kind of reinforced like standards for um, men is rarely reinforced by the um, female community whereas the female community like um, we experience it also pressured from men and so double standards means like there is nothing right that you can do it's always like um don't wear um too short of a skirt but then also show some skin otherwise you're not pretty and then also um don't speak too loud but also speak up you don't have to be so quiet and then there's also this um, notion that if a girl loses her virginity then she's such a whore and if she doesn't then what a simp or you're not you're not cool like you're not seen as someone worthy of respect and i think again this may vary among cultures as well but then in the ways that um, we are taught to kind of you know be educated but don't hate misogyny you have to agree with that i think that this 
um, itself pose a lot more pressure, especially on the younger generations, I think, because um, we live under kind of the influence as well from our older generations, maybe our parents, grandparents, and also people who are older in our society, whether it's um, teachers and um, government executives and whatever. Um, this pressure is very real because as young people, we're rarely considered seriously. And so because of this kind of um, double standards, there's no right way to do things. I think it is an added pressure. And I think this is what is also kind of like creating and posing women and girls towards a more kind of um, higher risk towards kind of this mental health um, disorders. In light of this double standards, there's also this societal expectations that comes within genders. For example, if um, speaking on like genders in general, um, people are not expected to be a gender minority. Most parents, they would expect their um, children to be cisgender or to be just like um, women, girl, and men, boys. And so they don't want to see their child identifying as um, something else, which I think is prominently true for more conservative or conventional um, people, parents. And so this uh, belief alone, this unacceptance towards diverse genders, this is already a burden because we humans, we want to be accepted by nature. We want to exist. But then when people are telling us that we're worthless, that we're not supposed to be who we are, and sometimes we cannot help. We cannot help for being what gender. It's just how we identify. And it's often hard and totally like in out of our control. We, we cannot have this kind of conscious decision on it it's very hard to have a conscious decision on it and and so because this is a part of like um genes and also part of um our biological makeup i don't think that people can ultimately consciously and um out of will choose who they want to identify as and because of this especially when it comes to like teenage times because usually like um, sexual orientations and also genders they come about in also the teenage times those times are the times where our hormones are kind of messed up we are having so much change and this change this biological change itself is already enough pressure for us and when we don't get the support or the acceptance that we need then that's ultimately what's causing more and more risk of depression. And I understand that this happens to all genders too. However, women and the um, gender minorities are experiencing it a lot worse than um, men and boys because, um, first of all, women, I already said that there's a lot of different societal expectations um, in terms of 
kind of like the standards and how we should behave and it's it's kind of like the things that the boys can get away with for example statistics has said in the um, eating disorder statistics that women teenage women especially is more likely to have eating disorders than other people so while 95% of eating disorders um, occur in people in ages 12 to 25, 75% of children who have this eating disorder are female and 25% are male. And so I think this also has like a cause and effect kind of um, situation in which that women and girls were expected to look a certain thing, um, especially with like whitewashed beauty, which... Um, we will talk about in a later episode because it's such a long kind of discussion. But beauty standards, women and girls, we have been seen as like um, objects for so long. Um, we even was said to be like um, belonging, a, a belonging to a husband or a family. And so the stigma or like the idea not stigma, more like an idea that women are supposed to look beautiful according to a certain societal standards is kind of innate in the society. And inevitably, it may lead to more eating disorder cases. And because of this more eating disorder cases, also um, people are starting to think that eating disorders only happen on teenage women and girls. And also people in their early 20s they wouldn't think of someone older or they wouldn't think of men to have eating disorders causing also a very kind of ineffective like um, treatment and also awareness on the issue itself other than this kind of like eating disorder example another thing that we can say is this Gender-based violence. The gender-based violence here is aimed towards people of a certain gender. And usually it would be women and girls and also like the gender minorities. And this is very real, especially when um, people of gender minorities are often um, forced to have sex or forced to have unconsensual like sexual things and this is kind of embedding on their personal traumas inevitably people who are forced in a sexual violence a gender-based violence they will develop trauma ptsd and whatever kind of other trauma mental health issues and then this sexual violence things cat calling and whether it's rape catcalling and other physical or mental abuse they often target women and the amounts of women compared to men is very disproportionate i'm not saying that um gender-based violence um like sexual assault does not happen to men they may happen however the amounts and the statistics shows a disproportionate amount of women compared to men who experience this type of violence and that's why we see more women and gender minorities um, experience this 
and violence. Inevitably, it makes us more prone towards all mental health issues, PTSD, eating disorders, whatever kind of mental health issue, anxiety. And so, because of this higher risk, it is important for us to have more awareness, especially when it comes to also like younger people of the gender minorities and also um, women. So like conversion therapies for um, people who are gender minorities or people who have different sexual orientations, like conversion therapies that could also be a source of trauma because it's not it's changing one's identity it's stripping them of their identity and their methods are often not clinically approved also child marriage and um home-based violence like um violence in marriage and kind of just um a lot of other uh, forms of Human trafficking, for example, often target this women, girls, and also other gender minorities. And so it is important for us to understand that in this case, it is important to look after them. And I'm not saying this just because I'm a woman, but my family has raised uh, me and my brother as equals. And so we understand the importance to see who is needing help right here. Who is in need of more attention? Yes, men may experience the same. However, we must also look at the majority what is happening right now. And when we start to look at it in that perspective, and I think when we start to see violence as very affecting towards certain types of people and trying to understand that violence is violence, it's invalid, whether it's to men, women, is invalid we're going to start understanding and kind of just knowing the fact that no one deserves violence or any certain expectations that may be damaging and that's why and that's how we can kind of start to construct a society that sees it more on um these issues it's pretty similar to black lives matter we don't People say that all lives matter are offensive. Well, literally, it's not offensive because all lives does matter. But in this case where black people are kind of violated, like their rights are violated and they're in need of help and it's a racial type of violence, then we should say that black lives matter because they are the ones who are experiencing the discrimination discrimination at that point of their lives oh my god tongue twister okay so i've also mentioned about the stereotypical mental health um situation and i also feel like um a lot of educational um people who work in the education field sometimes they blame um periods for also um being the reason that one girl may be feeling a little bit off and also maybe when they have something serious to say and then they blame um, periods for that. And I'm not going to lie, PMS does affect um, the female population really greatly. 
it is one of like the hardest like syndrome that we have to deal with like every time um before we get our peers and it's very biologically true because like hormones are proven to drive moods and it is true that our moods may change rapidly because of this fluctuations of hormones but because of this assumptions i feel like a lot of people start disregarding our voice our opinions and just judging like um, women and girls as being too dramatic and that's where the invalidation comes where the stereotype comes um and so i think we also need to take care more on this um issue to come to stop assuming or just judging people based on um what we think they might be experiencing because mental health for everyone is unique i may respond to one situation completely differently from how my best friend would respond or how my sister would respond and that's completely valid because we're unique human beings with unique minds and unique perspectives and so no assuming here in mental health and then we are going to step towards kind of what we can do and what is the reality like in terms of like professional healthcare and how certain institutions maybe if you're a teacher who's listening to this you can add this into your list and also help the teachers in your like um, school community institution kind of also understand this matter um, and it would be fun if i can also have like um, my classmates here and discuss about this problem together so we can see that it's the voice of the students sorry i'm rambling here but okay let's move on so when we're talking about women in healthcare and in medical research we remember this milestone um, by florence nightingale if you guys have heard my um, previous episode on history of equality which you should definitely listen to um she was kind of like the like the boss in nursing and kind of um, helping women get involved in nursing activities in the medical field um, for World War II soldiers. And so while this is a very great kind of like achievement, I also think that women influence in terms of healthcare research are so understated i mean they're not represented well and who knows about all the other genders and sexual orientations they're not properly represented and many statistics and research has proven um one of like the most significant research that i can say is on autism so i saw this tiktok by um page um she's an autistic um woman and she was diagnosed with autism in her teens and that is considered early for a girl and if you guys do not know autism should be diagnosed early in the life um, for males usually so ages one to five they would start to see the symptoms already and so why is it so hard to diagnose autism on women that it take like 16, 15 years to diagnose? 
equals because the modelings and research on autism for um, men and women are done very differently. I mean, like the modelling itself has only been done on men, like a male's body. Like um, they don't even have a solid research on um, female bodies about this, and so. It's making autism on girls very hard to diagnose until this day. Um, and usually girls would just get diagnosis as like, oh, anxiety and just other mental health issues. And because of this um, kind of like, I guess, misconception of autism and also mental health issues and also lack of research and modeling on girls, this is what proves um, that women need to be more represented in terms of research and also modeling and because of this this like um, very hard diagnosis um, girls with autism they don't get the proper care they needed since the beginning and this can develop to multiple um, mental health issues or like personality disorders and keep in mind autistic um, people are not always non-verbal they can be verbal and especially with girls they're very good at masking so there's this um, terminology um, masking so because of this like masking they kind of hide their autistic symptoms and so it makes diagnosis even harder and because there's a lack of research again a lot harder to recognize this too which leads to again the mental health um, instability and multiple issues and so this is the proof that women need to be more held um, into our attention and also other gender minorities and sexual orientations that are not heterosexual without proper representation how can we understand them how can we provide healthcare and mental health kind of care for them so what can people do what can schools and institutions do about this so um, especially with this online um, scenario I feel like me and my friends at school have been dealing with a lot of like very difficult matters especially the fact that we cannot see friends is already hard enough on us because we used to hang out together and now we're just stuck at home and that's really taking a toll on our um, mental health especially with like endless kind of projects endless um, exams i'm not saying that it's bad they're good because they help you study but at the same time um when institutions like this do not really care for um, students' well-being and also um, considering schedules not to give us burnouts that may be a factor that um, boosts our risk for having um, mental health issues. And so, especially what I think very weird about school is some this is a criticism that I would like to also address to um, many of these um, incidents outside 
is that they need to incorporate mental health education into the curriculum more and more and more because I haven't seen enough of this implementation whether it's in my school or in other schools and even though mental health resources are available but I think we should we still need the education and the syllabus on um, mental health also very ironic moves um, how are we supposed to feel confident about ourselves when when numbers keep on judging us everyone's body is different and I'm talking about eating disorders in particular and body image disorder um, in particular at this time when schools say that they care about your mental health but then they whip out your um, your weight your body fat percentage or they tell the whole class who's the overweight one here and they need to go get the um, additional material on how to eat well I think this this is a matter that's very serious because it's really affecting how people at school view themselves especially when the calculations of whether you're overweight or unhealthy is considered based on your weight alone yes your weight can be an indication to um, whether you're overweight or not but it's not a complete like calculations because there's also muscle mass and so by considering like BMI or weight alone doesn't really determine whether someone is unhealthy or not and so that's another thing that should be considered so what we can do right now is obviously to raise awareness on the issue and to stop stigmatizing and also having very standardized or like double standard expectations on women and gender minorities as this will help um minimize the exposure and risk towards having um, mental health issues but it also kind of will help us succeed more as we can like express ourselves better um, especially with the lack of um, standards and then also with the awareness and education i feel like people will be more aware and understanding and they may understand what's happening to them a lot better because um when you're not aware of what mental health conditions there are in this world, you may deny that you yourself have this mental health condition. Same with like bad stigmas from the movies, TV, media, and like the society in general on mental health and people having medications. It's okay to take medications. It's okay to have to see a therapist and it's not something that's taboo or shouldn't be talked about. This is something that we should all acknowledge to be normal. We should normalize this, especially in Indonesia where the stereotypical thing about people is that if you drink medicines for your mental health condition, or if you say that, oh, one of my family has this mental health condition and has to take medication, they may kind of say that you're an addict or it's like a crazy gene a crazy family and it's not crazy it's not being dramatic 
sometimes it's hard to just tell yourself to stop being obsessive sometimes it's hard to tell yourself to stop being anxious because you know it in your head but the chemicals in your brain and whatever function that your body carries unconsciously that part is the hard thing to stop because they are out of your control some chemical structures they will prevent people who have certain mental health conditions to do what is normal and so they might need medication to help with that and that's completely normal so to stop stigmatizing and expecting people to be a certain way that's the way that we can start acknowledging the importance of having good care of our mental health and also stopping ourselves from posing too much risk of poor mental health um, upon us and so in this episode i just want to conclude that we have learned a little bit of history on mental health um, how stigmas in the society and also double standards expectation for women and other gender minorities and also gender-based violence contribute to a higher risk of um, mental health issues in again women and gender minorities and we have also learned a little bit of women influence and how the medical world can handle this better by you know having more representatives and um, research and modeling a diverse one and also what should you know schools and we do to um, help with it which is um, to stop stigmatizing and raising awareness in the society and again this is just a part of what I think and a part of my um, analysis to this matter however there's a lot of different perspectives and I would bring them here back into our podcast and our upcoming episodes so please make sure that you don't miss it and also share this podcast with um, people who you think will benefit and people who you think should know about it because you know what we're all humans after all and to be sad to be anxious to have mental health conditions is completely normal it's as normal as having scars after you fall off the cliff or after you fall off um, your bed and you have um, some bruises on your head it's as normal as that so yeah thank you so much for um, tuning in and it's your host Olivia and I'll see you next Wednesday thank you very much